5: The boss man sticking around, it would appear. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere in collaboration as we indulge in the flavors coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and massively powerful Microphones of FSR, we are emanating live from inside, inside, thinking inside the mystical, magical radio box. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from 345 Park Avenue. That is the global headquarters of the NFL, the football mafia located in midtown Manhattan. Why are we starting there? Well, there's some news that came out of the global offices of the NFL that has been bouncing around and it popped up on our radar. And so that is where we are going to begin here. It involves the Job status of Roger Goodell. The job status of Roger Goodell, if you've not heard yet, perhaps not. The long-tenured NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, is he about to lose his gig? No. The opposite. Roger Goodell expected to receive a multi-year contract extension as soon as next week. All that is left is crossing the T's, dotting the I's. The NFL owners will get together for a powwow in the Valley of the Sun. They will be staying at a very nice resort in Scottsdale, and they will pat each other on the back. Adam Schefter tells us the extension will be worth three years, uh, three years and a bunch of money. Goodell's making about $65 million per year. Two of Roger Goodell's previous contracts were for three years as well. So if you do the math, Goodell who's been the commissioner since way back in 2006. This will complete, by the time this new contract is done, over 20 years. He replaced Paul Tagliabue, who had the reputation of being Paul Tagliabue-boo, and a snore. And since then, Goodell has gotten multiple contract extensions to continue on as the commissioner. So let us discuss the question. What are the NFL owners telling you and me? Telling us by giving Roger Goodell another extension. So I've got cigarette brand, chameleon, and New England clam chowder. And we'll put all of these things into the basket. What's in the basket? We'll figure out. We'll put it all together. We'll make it work. All right. So A, uh, Roger Goodell about to get an extension, on the cusp of an extension, is proof, proof that the Peter Principle is alive and well. You reach your highest level of incompetence, and then you stay there. It also shows that NFL owners are cold-blooded. It's not personal. It's just business. In recent years, the NFL has tossed out all kinds of slogans and catchphrases, and they've had a lot of uh, themes to the season, if you paid attention here. And when you watch the NFL, you're convinced they're going to fix all of life's problems It's classic heartstrings marketing by the NFL. We are more compassionate at the NFL. But ultimately, the compassion is all about the green and uh, Roger Goodell and the owners who pay Roger Goodell. They're worried about one thing. It's not the popularity of Roger Goodell. If that was what mattered here, if it was a popularity contest then there would be a change in the commissioner's position. But they don't care if the customers like the commissioner or not. That is irrelevant. Roger Goodell is a rock star when it comes to revenue. And that's what all these big conglomerates want. It's all about the revenue. The employees don't necessarily matter that much. They're not the priority. It's all about the revenue. That's, That's how you do it. To make sure everyone's happy, and you're happy when you make a lot of money in terms of the corporate umbrella and all that. And so that's where we are. Uh, Goodell, the rock star of revenues. The NFL has shown, and certainly more so than anything in recent years, that they're a recession proof business. That Goodell was hired to increase profits. In 2006, he has taken that to unforeseen financial levels. And uh, Roger Goodell is essentially uh, smoking away a certain cigarette brand, Lucky Strike, because everything he lights up rains down money. He's had a case of the luckies with every business deal. But is it really because of Roger Goodell? Could you have put a country bumpkin as commissioner and would you have made similar amounts of money? We'll never know. But in another dimension, that likely did happen. But the the NFL right now is more powerful than Disney. It's more powerful than Comcast, Netflix, Sony, whatever big media company you want to toss out. They are the biggest content creators in America. What's my evidence? My evidence would be, if you look at the television numbers, in 2021, the NFL accounted for 75 Of the 100 most watched TV programs. In 2022, the last year we have data for, the NFL accounted for 82 of the 100 most watched TV broadcasts in the United States. 82% of the top 100 was an NFL product. Now, is that because, again, is that because of Goodell? But it happened under his watch, and so he benefits from that. You know how difficult it is to get people to watch. Or, in my case, listen to content. It is not, it is not the easiest thing, but the, the NFL's proprietary blend obviously has worked out. Now, page two here, where does this Roger Goodell extension leave the NFL? Well, for the short term, you got the short term and the long term. The short term, they're traveling down the yellow brick road. And Roger Goodell is the conductor of the money train. Choo, choo. Yeah, he's the perfect commissioner at the perfect time for the NFL. He's equal parts shady, smug, punching bag, human shield, all that, and a bag of chips for $64 million per year to be the face of the NFL. And Goodell is a Rhodes Scholar as a weasel. He's mastered the weasel verbiage. Now, what's my evidence? I'll give you some, some evidence we've used from time to time, but gambling. Now, I want to be fully transparent here. I'm a gambler. I support gambling. I think everything in moderation is fine. As long as you don't get carried away with and start chasing losses and you pick your spots, you're fine. I'm not supposed to say that because many of the gambling houses want you to lose all of your money. But I, I believe if you do things as a, as a responsible adult, you can actually gamble and it's not going to kill you and all that. There's always certain people that get carried away just like with alcohol. But Roger Goodell. This guy was on the bully bully pulpit a couple years ago, preaching about the evils of gambling. Among the quotes, these are actual quotes. I'm not making these up. You can look them up. You can verify them. You can vet them yourself. Goodell said years back that gambling was a threat to the integrity of our league and the public good. He stated. He said gambling threatened. No, I'm not that. He said gambling threatened the character of team sports. He said, with sports gambling, our games would instead represent the fast buck, the quick fix, the desire to get something for nothing, Goodell said to a bunch of politicians. And here's the cherry on top of the poop Sunday. Goodell said years ago, he said, our players cannot be expected to serve as healthy role models for youth if they are made to function as participants in gambling enterprises. That was Roger Goodell in a nutshell. Well, we know that Goodell's a chameleon, right? He's chameleon-like. He's Machiavellian as well. Ever-changing Roger Goodell. He'll say and do whatever he thinks will pacify the wants and needs of the owners. Gambling was the boogeyman until the NFL found a way to get their hand in the pocket Of the gambling world, all of a sudden now they have gambling all over an NFL broadcast. In fact, it's encouraged on the pregame shows and during the game to bet in game. It's wild, uh, considering where they were. Now, the last word here. How come the owners have yet to handpick Roger Goodell's replacement? They're all he's in his mid-60s. Now, the NFL owners, my theory on this is they have a fear of the unknown, Much like the popular catchphrase of the era we live in, you can literally do anything you want as a big corporation if you put the following words out there. There are a number of words. You put them together. There are six words. You put these together, and I'm convinced that you can do anything you want, and no one will question you. Those words, the most powerful words in the year 2023, are you ready for them? I'm going to give them to you. Here they are. Out of an abundance of caution, if you say that, you can do anything. I robbed that bank out of an abundance of caution. (laughs) I, I, I stole this, I stole that, but it was out of an abundance of caution. Now, they would like, and, and they're doing this by giving the extension, unless there's some kind of stafu, last-minute food. the NFL owners would like to kick the New England clam chowder chunky soup can down the road and wish they could clone Roger Goodell. And Goodell's 64 years old. They would prefer to just continue with the status quo here. Now, if you look at the previous two commissioners, Paul Tagliabue was done at age 65. Pete Rozelle... The man that oversaw the boom in the NFL, the original boom, he stepped down when he was 63. But at some point, the NFL owners are going to have to pick a new sheriff. And it will be a public-private quagmire because publicly, I promise you, the NFL owners will feel pressure from their media friends to hire, uh, make an altruistic hire, to break some kind of glass ceiling. And that the perception is out there that that's what the NFL is going to do with their next commissioner. There's already a list of people that a bunch of intellectuals and people from academia that the NFL would hire who are outside the NFL umbrella. But from what I understand and the things that I've heard from people who are plugged in, that's not what's going to happen. The NFL ownership side, the people that actually have the vote in this, they want to keep this thing in house. Privately, the owners, continuing down the ruthless barbarian pass uh, path, uh, they, they would want another uh, swashbuckler, But they would prefer to have it in the family. And there are people that work as underlings underneath Roger Goodell, people that we don't know their names, many of them, they're behind-the-scenes people. But it is more likely than not when this ultimately does happen. And, and who knows, maybe even next week at the moment they hire Goodell or they extend Goodell, they'll say, well, we have so-and-so as the commissioner-in-waiting. And this commissioner-in-waiting is going to bird dog Roger Goodell, and then we're going to get a new commissioner, and this will be the person, and they're going to spend the next three, four years learning under Goodell, and then there'll be a smooth transition of power. But the smart money says, if the the owner, if what I'm hearing is accurate, It is going to be somebody from inside the building there on Park Avenue. That's who they want. And that's what they're going to end up doing because that way they can, they think they can just continue Goodell because Goodell will transition. That's a big term these days. But he will be, and he'll become a liaison, a high paid consultant, no longer the day to day commissioner. Of the NFL,
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey
6: guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds
2: A
5: panther
2: on the prowl for a quarterback.
5: Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere in cahoots as we have the perfect balance of nonsense coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and intergalactically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the pillar, as in the pillar of strength, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I we'll leave this hour coming from Tobacco Road as Carolina is on the clock, the late April NFL Draft in Kansas City, Carolina with the number one overall pick. And we are less than a couple of months away. We are a little over a month away from that first round of the NFL Draft. And so we have heard for the first time since the big trade with Chicago, Frank Reich, the Reich stuff, the coach, has spoken With the assembled media about the top selection. Now, what did he say? What did the coach say? The former Indianapolis Colts coach. Well, um, if you didn't hear this, didn't see it, maybe not. We actually have the audio. The Panthers coach, Frank Reich, says that he has not ruled out any of the four quarterbacks at the very top of the mock draft board. And if you've not paid attention, you've not updated your mock draft, those include Bryce Young from Alabama, C.J. Stroud from The Ohio State University, dot the I, Will Levis, he's the guy that eats bananas without taking the skin off the bananas, and Anthony Richardson, he's the guy that sucked statistically at Florida, but because he's seen uh, gifted athletically, he still could be drafted and uh, near the very top of the draft. Anyway, Frank Wright was asked what he was looking for at quarterback and rather than me read you a bunch of quotes as warner wolf used to say let's go to the audio tape here's frank reich on what matters in quarterback
8: evaluation if there's 10 categories that you look at in yeah. a quarterback okay or any player for that matter sure the real question is not how to evaluate each of those categories the, I mean, that's a part of the question. A oh. big part of the question is how much are you going to weight each of those categories? Oh, okay. So um, they're all a factor. Everything's a factor. But ultimately, um, it really comes down to being a, being a playmaker, you know, being a guy who can make oh. plays all over the field. Um, and that happens a lot of different ways.
5: So if you thought that Carolina was not looking for a playmaker, boy, are you in for a surprise? <laughs> That's a hot take right there. But wait, there's more. Uh, And here is the head coach of the Carolina Panthers asked what specifically he looks for yet again in a quarter.
8: Yeah, I mean, that would be like giving the proprietary formula for Kentucky fried chicken, right? You know, I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know why that just came out like that. Not, not that I want to put my evaluation of quarterbacks, you know, no. on that level of, you know, God forbid. Um, no, but that's what that's what's unique about every club, right? I mean, we all weight it slightly different.
5: Does he know that the recipe of eleven herbs and spices is now readily available on the internet? You can recreate Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, you can. You should do that, well, Roberto. This weekend, why don't we both make uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken? The recipe, the eleven herbs and spices, is on there. Boom, we can recreate it. All right, I, wait, there's one more from the coach of Carolina, and he, there's a popular belief among those that pay attention that the coach would like someone who is very stout, someone who is very tall. at quarterback here is Frank Reich asked about that theory.
8: Everything matters. All those conversations matter, especially when it's you know Scott Fitter. You know it's the who? GM, and oh, okay. he's talking about Fitter. a guy like Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. Who, by the way, I had a very high grade on. Don't don't you don't have to read anything draft into that. You drafted him. But I don't mind telling you, you that I had a high grade him. on Russell Wilson. Okay.
5: Uh-huh.
8: Uh But don't read anything into it. No. I'm Just saying that. Don't read any of that. All the all these all these people are putting this label on me that I only work with big quarterbacks. Don't read anything into that. All right,
5: so that was a Racist. comment about the pint-sized quarterback at Alabama, Bryce Young, who is had been projected as the number one pick. All right, so the question on this one, do you buy or sell Frank Wright not ruling out Bryce Young because of his small stature. So I am selling that. I'm not buying it. I'm selling it. I've got measuring tape, pudding, and rule of drama. And we will combine all of these things together, and uh, we are going to make a nice plate of fried ravioli. Why not? Very good fried ravioli. So first of all, if it's up to Frank Reich to pick the quarterback, I don't believe for a second that Bryce Young is going to be the, the person that he picks. And I know early on in this process or process, if you follow the gambling market, originally Bryce Young was projected as the betting favorite to be the number one pick. But the NFL draft, we've learned this over the years. You've got the combine leading up to the draft and the different pro days. It's all just one giant cattle auction. And Bryce Young, as a result of what has taken place here, has been downgraded. Down, 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 down. Now, he's still likely going to be picked in the first round. But as it stands right now, behind these microphones, I would be genuinely surprised if Bryce Young goes to Carolina at the number one pick. And the draft is based on the raw numbers. And so you get out the measuring tape, you poke and you prod. It's all about the measurables the bigger stronger faster player is drafted higher that's how that's how you have a guy like uh, the quarterback from Florida Anthony Richardson who mostly sucked for the Gators didn't play that much but teams are like whoa he looks and he throws and he runs and he does all this crap like most quarterbacks you want to you, you would you'd would get out of central casting and so that's why he's getting a lot of love Bryce Young was officially measured at 5 foot 10 Weighs 208 pounds at the combine. Now, that was the measurement. And that is not working in his favor. If you look, we've had some outlier picks in the recent years. Kyler Alligator Arms Murray and Tua Loa, non-traditionally sized quarterbacks that were picked near the very top, both have struggled to stay on the field. Injuries have haunted them. In the case of Kyler Murray, he acts like a child. Uh, he's a gadget quarterback. The, his own teammates hate his guts. Uh, And teams have figured out his weaknesses. Now, Tua didn't play all that well, and last year he played like gangbusters, and then we know what happened. He could not stay on the field because a concussion here, a concussion there. Now, secondly, what is the evidence that Frank Reich likes the supersized quarterback? Well, very simple. Uh, if If you look at this objectively, people are creatures of habit, always have been, always will be, and there are exceptions, but this is not an exception. Exceptions do not change the rule. The resume speaks for itself. And when you look at what Frank Reich has done as a coach, the proof is in the pudding. Taste the pudding. If you look at the Pro Football reference page, Frank Reich has exclusively worked with vertically gifted quarterbacks. If you look at his track record, starting out as a coach with the Colts, an assistant where he helped Peyton Manning... Who's six foot five? After six years in Indy, he had a gap year in Arizona. He was a wide receiver coach, so that doesn't count. Then he became the offensive coordinator for the Chargers for six foot five, Phillip Rivers. And then he went to Philly and coached six foot five, Carson Wentz. But wait, there's more. All right, that, that was the guy that he had helped the Eagles select with the number two pick, Carson Wentz. And then he went back to Indy as head coach, six foot four, Andrew Luck, until Andrew Luck quit right before the season. Then he went to Jacoby Brissett, who's also six foot four. Do you see a pattern here? And then he went back to Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz yet again, and then eventually Matt Ryan, and that's how it went. And so that is what he is coached. That is what he's comfortable with, and it's why the gambling market has adjusted the numbers. And following the trade, C.J. Stroud... Became the odds-on betting favorite to be the top pick following the transaction with the Bears. All right, final thought. So when will the Panthers announce? This is our quarterback. This is the person that we want. Well, the smart money says they already have decided. They decided before they made the trade. But looking up at the draft board, you have C.J. Stroud, six foot three. Will Levis at six four. Anthony Richardson at six six foot four as well. And they're all at the preferred height. And then you have down the board, page down, page down, the vertically challenged, aforementioned quarterback Bryce Young at 5'10". But that said, I expect Carolina to slow walk this. This is not our first circus. We've done these shows over the years. And what I have learned, I know you're dying to know, that this is the showcase event of the NFL offseason Cliffhangers are good for business. NFL thespians follow the rule of drama. The rule of drama. Things are going to be much more drawn out, much more messy, unpredictable, and complicated than they need to be. So the pick would be, should be, could be, ought to be. C.J. Stroud, based on what he showed at The Ohio State University, not a great... Long, storied run as the Buckeyes quarterback, but very accurate. Strong arm, not the biggest arm of all time, but the most important skill, the late Mike Leach taught me this, the most important skill for a quarterback is accuracy. It's all about accuracy. That's the secret sauce. You'd rather have the accurate quarterback than the one that can throw the ball 80 yards in the air on a perfect spiral because the quarterback that sets up the receiver for yakety-yak... It doesn't fight back. Yards after a catch. And based on what I have seen, C.J. Stroud is that guy. Be that guy, pal. You should be that guy. And he's that guy, pal. He's
3: that guy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to
4: plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
7: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be
1: a shortage of welders.
0: VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
1: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore
0: more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
5: It's How about that? To the third degree. Fire it. This
2: is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: Coop down, Luke. UGA
1: star Jalen Carter had been considered a top five pick at the uh, end of the college season, but since that time, he has been hit with two criminal charges and had a horrible pro day. Now, over the weekend, former GM Michael Lombardi said that he'd have a lot of concern picking Carter.
5: But how far do you think he will fall? I think he'll fall all the way to the top five of the NFL draft. These guys talk a good game. They're like, oh, we this guy's got a mark against him. Uh, and ultimately, nine out of ten times, it's all bull crap. Ultimately, the decision is you never give up on talent. You hear that every year, and you overlook character flaws. You justify it. This is a pretty big one. Uh, Jalen Carter is living a charmed life. He was drag racing over 100 miles in the sticks of Georgia. The person's car he was drag racing crashed and uh, people died and he left the scene and he got probation. For that. That seems like a pretty sweetheart deal. But Temptation Island, NFL executives, they'll claim that he's learned from this and he's a better person and look at all the tape and all that. He'll be
1: fine. Next! The Carolina Panthers have been busy this offseason, essentially flipping DJ Moore for the number one overall pick, signing uh, former Eagles running back Miles Sanders and now ex-Viking Adam Thielen. Ben, should should Panthers fans be excited about the direction of the team?
5: Well, you can be excited because these are players that haven't sucked. As a Carolina Panther yet, they're perfect. But these are not earth-shattering moves. Adam Thielen is on the backside of his career. He hasn't been nearly as productive the last couple of years in Minnesota. So maybe he'll have a renaissance in Carolina. I wouldn't hold my, my breath on that. So he's a downgrade from DJ Moore. And Miles Sanders... You know, Good luck to him, but I don't think he's going to be better than what they had with Christian McCaffrey and then Deontay Foreman, who played well the final six or seven games of the season, whatever that was. And Frank Reich is such a vanilla coach with his approach. I do not have cat scratch fever with the Carolina Panthers. I do not have that based on these moves. but They'll, they'll be different, so that's cool, but that's it. Next! Now, talking about his grand slam to
1: put USA ahead of Venezuela, Trey Turner called it the biggest hit of his career and <laughs> <laughs> and the loudest he's ever uh, heard a yeah. crowd. Ben, do you think with the success of the WBC that we could see baseball return to the
5: Olympics? Well, I liked the Trey Turner. Who uh, my memory—I know he played well last year in the playoffs with the Dodgers, but my memory of Trey Turner is not. Getting the job done in postseason games in Dodger Blue. But the International Olympic Committee, which eliminated baseball from the Olympics in 2012 and 2016, that's why the World Baseball Classic started. It was back kind of in 2020, but nobody paid attention because it was 2020 and all that, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. But from what I understand, it's going to come back to, uh, it's going to skip Paris. And then when it's back in Los Angeles in 2028, baseball will be back The big question is, does the World Baseball Classic continue if baseball's back in the Olympics? I say yes, because there's a lot of good buzz. But the stars will not be invited. How did we do on Mallard to the third degree? You pass us. That is a winner. You can put it on the board. I won the game. Another win. All I do is win. I won the game.
3: Woo! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money.
2: Lord,
4: that's a lot
3: of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not.
5: And away we go, Mallers Mountain of Money. We've got Uncle Mo, who's one of our combatants. Hello, Uncle Mo. Good morning, Ben. It sounds like from the podcast yesterday that all the members of the crew are coming to the Northeast and skipping over right over Brooklyn, a chance to have all-you-can-eat buffet <laughs> with myself. It's hard to believe that the oodles and noodles not quite working out, but uh, you never know. All right, uh, Uncle Mo, hold on a sec. You're going to play. i got a full board of people who want to play the game, so I am blindly going to go to the board, and I am randomly going to pick and eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's see here. One, two. All right. uh, Eddie can't see the board. So one, two, three, or four, Eddie. Let's go with number four. All right. You have picked in a surprise Baker Keith from Utah. Hello, Baker Keith. Hey, man. What it
3: is, what it was, what it be.
5: There you go, Eddie. That's the guy. You picked this guy, Keith. He's ready to go. He's fired up. What are you baking right now, Keith? Uh, French bread going in next, my friend. All right, little, I love French bread. That's a delicious bread. All right, very good. Hold on a sec, and uh, you guys on hold. You want to stay on hold just in case one of these guys flame out. You never know. Uncle Mo, who would you like to partner up with, Uncle Mo? Need a racist, drop Roberto. Um, I'd like to put partner up with you, Ben. All you right, know? we're in it to win it, and Baker, racist Baker Keith. I think I know who you want to partner up with, but who would you like to to team up with here? Uh, I'm gonna go with Eddie. Oh I didn't. I thought you were going Coop. All right, surprise there. All right, let's very good. Let's play the game here, Coop. What is the uh, categories we have here? We'll get right to the game. Here we go. All right, this is
1: Mallers Mountain of Money, Gary Oldman edition. Yeah. Uh, he turns 65 years old today. Now, happy birthday. The categories are State of Grace, JFK, Hannibal, and Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. Uncle Mo, which uh, category would you like? Yes, JFK. JFK. All right, very good. All right. And what about uh, you, Keith?
4: Yeah. Uh, Hannibal. All
1: right. Okay. So Mo and Ben are up first. Oh boy. The category is JFK. These athletes were all stars in 1963 when JFK was oh assassinated. Gosh, are you
5: serious? That's
1: all right. Don't worry.
5: <laughs> relax. They're all stars. They're, they're, you know, the 29-year-old picked
1: the
3: 1963 category. Okay, let's all <laughs> big, <names. laughs>
5: big names. I, I, I'm old. I wasn't even around when. All right, let's F- do it. 45 anyway. seconds anyway. on the clock begin. All right. Guy scored 100 points in an NBA game. Will Chamberlain. Yes. Uh, all-time home run king, non-steroid category. Hank Aaron. Known as Mr. Clutch for the Lakers. He was a great GM for the Lakers. Gary West. Yes. Uh, correct. Iron, coach of the 85 Bears. He was a tight Mike end. Mike Yes. Uh, known for his assist in the NBA. Triple-double guy for the Cincinnati Royals. A guard.
3: Oscar Robertson.
5: Yes. Uh, Willie Mays sidekick with the San Francisco Giants. There's a a cove named after him. he played first base for the San William Francisco McCovey. yes uh Giants quarterback in the 1960s we thought he was dead way before he actually died Hall of Famer number 14 for the Giants oh, white guy gosh. from Texas he played for the 49ers uh for- no! he got it he got it he got my a kettle the man's a legend the guy's a legend Unbelievable. Uncle Mo. Uh, the, we after, ran the board?
1: Uh, yes, you did. Uh, but after today, <laughs> after today, you were no longer allowed to select Ben as your partner. That, no, you that is wa- incorrect. If you ever want to play the game No, again. that is incorrect. That Stop is, that. That is correct. That is incorrect. It it is, because, that is erroneous. It is because you pick Uncle erroneous. Mo every single time oh, that, he calls into play because you know no, he's going to pick you and did, then no, and he, he, you're going to win. Uncle
5: Mo, you, not, you do not right. pick me every time, Uncle Mo. Coop's jealous. He's jealous of our greatness. Keith, your category. What? Turn your God. mic on, <laughs> Coop that's, You know what that is? That's the gremlins attacking you That's karma
1: yeah, no, that was, all right. Right. Because Ke- you trashed
5: Uncle Mo
3: and me Keith and Eddie hey, You did say Colvin, uh,
1: Covey's
5: name there uh, but I, I said Cove. I didn't say his name <laughs> Keith how and many, You know how many coves there are in the <laughs> all world? Right. All right, Keith, Jesus Christ Keith and, Keith and Eddie, Coop, that's, your
1: the category is Hannibal, Hannibal. Oh. These athletes are all partially disfigured through accident or birth Oh, that's a good category Did you hear that, Keith? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Forty
7: forty-five 45 seconds on the clock begin. Greatest NBA player of all time of the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordan. Current head coach of the University of Michigan football team. Uh, Pat. Uh, defensive end for the New York Giants had the sack record. He's got a gap tooth. He's on Good Morning America. Marcus Clayhan. Uh, former 49ers, hard hitting safety. He cut off his pinky. Uh, he was at USC. Ronnie Lott. Yes. Uh, he was a defensive end for the Giants and the Buccaneers. He blew off his hand in a fireworks accident. Uh. Pitcher for, the, pitcher for the Angels. He had one hand. He threw a no hitter. Oh, bad. Kicker for the Saints. He had the longest field goal. He only nah. had one foot. Terrible clues by Eddie. Uh,
5: Jimpy, uh,
7: Tom yeah. yeah, you're too late uh, too
5: though. Too late though on that. Yeah. But in in his defense, Baker Keith, he's making great French bread right now. So I'm all
1: ready. right, that's 80 points. Yeah, Jason
5: Pierre-Paul, Ronnie Lott, uh, Jim Harbaugh,
1: the, yeah, the coach all all that you all missed right, them. All right. uh, so. Keith, would you like State of Grace or Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy? <laughs> State of Grace. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. These athletes all have Irish
7: heritage. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. <laughs> Greatest quarterback in the NFL. He won two Super Bowls with the Patriots and Buccaneers. Tom Brady. Uh, MMA fighter from Ireland. I, Pat. Uh, the greatest strikeout pitcher uh, in modern history for the uh, Astros. Rangers threw a bunch of no-hitters. Punched out Robin Ventura. uh
3: uh-huh.
7: Old school NBA player. He shot free throws underhand. His sons played in the NBA. Rick Barry. Yes. Former NBA star, white guy for the Golden State Warriors. He played at St. John's. He coached St. John's. uh
3: uh-huh.
7: Part of... Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, former man. quarterback for the Raiders. He got killed by the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl.
2: Well, not
5: literally. He, didn't, literally. he didn't really kill him he, Figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a better showing, but still not enough let's points. Let's run up the score, ben. Right, Let's run up the score, Uncle Mo. That's not nice. Tigger, you, you're sucking this in. Here no we go. The These athletes have all come out of retirement. Uh, here oh, we go. We're out of time. Uh, quarterback before Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay.
7: Five.
5: Yeah, tight end for Tom Brady with the Patriots. He just retired. Rob yes, uh, beast, How is this fun beast for you, mode Mo? from the Seahawks. Beast mode from the Seahawks. Marshawn Lynch. Broadway quarterback for the Jets and the Sixth don't don't name yes. it. Yes, uh, left-handed why, pitcher why for the Yankees. Play played it's for 18 for you, years. Also played for the Astros. All-star. Uh, Andy yes, uh, a boxer. Uh, Nickname after. Hey, no, you can't get Roberto. They're ruining your fun. Uncle ball you're the greatest game show. You won the game, we Uncle we have to Mo? use the golden
3: ticket to talk about why the Arizona Coyotes never lose at all? I don't want to if you, you pick no, Ben no, anymore. No, no. Oh,
5: you, you guys are all jealous. You're all haters. You hate greatness. All of you. All of you people.